0: right now though stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration
1: hello to all welcome to divisa care network i am joyce benning and i will be your host for this robust lifestyle show today please check out our website divisacare.com and see all the amazing hosts and their shows of women they're interviewing around the world I am just overly excited today to have a brand-new diva with me, Diane Rose Solomon, and she is going to speak about the science and magic of the human-animal bond. Oh, man, I am just so, so overly excited. <laughs> Diane, could you please introduce yourself and tell
0: our audience a little bit about yourself today? Sure. Thank you so much, Joy for including me, for inviting me on today. I'm just thrilled to be here. Uh Um, You're so welcome. So I guess we sort of have to go back to the beginning, and the beginning even has an even earlier beginning, but I'll go back 25 years when I accidentally adopted my first dog. That wasn't the plan. I didn't even know about dog adoption. It wasn't a very um, popular thing 25 years ago, and we wound up with a dog that we weren't planning on having, and it opened my eyes and my heart to dog adoption and animal rescue. And I wound up serving on the board of directors for a really teeny tiny organization. And I just learned about at the time, how many millions of animals were being euthanized, healthy adoptable animals. And it was, the numbers were between like 12 and 16 million animals per year in the U S and it was horrifying. And I thought, you know, what can I do now that I've accidentally adopted this dog? And he could have been one of those statistics, which is, it's heartbreaking that any of these dogs are euthanized, but, you know, Mm -hmm. my dog, and and how can I, you know, use my voice and my experience to say, you know, this is not okay, and and what can we do about this? So I started writing some children's books, and then uh, about animal rescue, and then I wrote Um, a guide for people who are adopting dogs at this point, you know, by the time I wrote the guide, I'd been doing that for like 10 or 15 years. And I'd had a lot of experience with different dogs called what to expect when adopting a dog. And, Mm -hmm. um, and, and then I wound up at a, um, well, let me backtrack a little bit. So now I've got (laughs) two dogs in my life. And then in 2009, I was hospitalized with pneumonia and I'd been really sick for days, and on day four of my stay in the hospital, a woman peeked her head in my hospital room and said, would you like a visit from a dog? Now, I'm, like, delirious. I've got a fever. They can't figure out how to get me better. And um, I, I looked at her like, a dog? Like, oh, why is there a dog in the hospital? <laughs> like, I didn't know the <laughs> dogs were allowed in hospitals. And I was like, yeah, a dog? Bring the dog in. I was so excited. And it, it made me so happy. It was like this little slice of normalcy of, of care that, I just, you know, it was just so different than the nurses and the doctors. And it was so refreshing. Now, granted, they did change my antibiotics, but the next day I started feeling better. And I, and I do, in part, credit this dog for, you know, for showing up and just brightening my whole – like, I remember my energy shifting, so, so that happened in 2009. And then in 2014, I was um, at a conference, you know, working on my children's books and, you know, trying to get them out there and whatnot. And the keynote speaker at the conference was from the Human Animal Bond Research Institute. I'd never heard of them before. And they were talking about, uh-oh, here go my dogs. All right, guys, go <laughs> ahead, go ahead, go out, go out. Thank you, bye-bye, love you. you. Um, and from the stage, they were talking about all these studies, all this science about stuff that, like, you know, those of us who are animal lovers that we know instinctively that, you know, mm-hmm. dogs are awesome, cats are awesome, horses are awesome, they're all awesome, and that they do something. I mean, I think I, at that point, I already knew, like, if you stroke a dog, your blood pressure goes down. I think that was something I was familiar with. Um, I was familiar with guide dogs for, you know, for the blind. And so that those were sort of like the applications that I was familiar with, but they were talking about studies, like um, like uh, people going through chemotherapy and one group of people was just having regular chemotherapy, but the other group also had regular therapy dog visits. And as you might imagine the group that had the regular therapy dog visits, they, they reported feeling less anxiety, less pain, you know, better outcomes, just their whole experience. They didn't dread going to chemotherapy as much as the regular group did. And this was just one study that they were talking about. And my jaw was on the ground. I was like, my first thought was if more people knew how amazing animals were, maybe we would treat them better. Maybe we would be kinder and more compassionate people. And so I came home and I was so excited like I was just you know explaining to you like how excited I was about all the things that I just learned and I was speaking with a colleague of mine who said oh you should make a documentary and I thought oh my goodness I just learned how to make books (laughs) you know you know how to make a movie but I'm up for anything and um, so I started making documentaries well I shouldn't say that I started looking into what it would take, and I live in Los Angeles, and I know a lot of people who make movies and do movie marketing, and so I started connecting with people, and then I had to put put it aside for a couple of years, because that's when What to Expect in Adopting a Dog was coming out, And, um, and then I picked it up again a couple of years ago, and I, you know, found somebody who could help me, you know, with the camera work, and So I and then I began calling different organizations to see if they'd be willing to let me film something that they were doing that had to do with the human-animal bond and the different ways that animals help people. And it took a little bit of doing, but you know, but but I finally found somebody, you know, a few organizations that were said, "Sure, come film us." And and so I started making these documentary films a couple years ago, and it's just sort of the beginning. So that's a little bit about about where we are so far. (laughs) Oh, that is
1: just amazing! Oh my goodness, how you—that uh, hospital one is just unbelievable. How you, the dog came in, and the next day, yeah, they changed the antibiotics. But the dog, you could feel the energy coming from I that
0: could, dog. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and
1: I, I can, I can understand that because I am a t- love dogs with all my heart. I have my. My four of them and my little red healer. I mean, he just he just generates so much to me. It's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And they love so unconditionally, and that's what's so, I know. It's, it's, so, so it's so amazing.
0: It's so amazing, and you know, there's just so many different ways that animals help people. You know, and I mentioned that study about chemotherapy, and uh-huh. I also like you. know, we, we have pets we don't realize often how powerful it is having a pet and there's studies on that now too i mean again like we know it those of us who are already animal lovers we we get it already but then to have the research backing up what we already know just makes it so much more appealing and more enticing to to be a pet parent you know or a pet guardian and yes and, and and so that just pets are just one application and there's service animals, there's equine therapy, there's therapy dogs. There's so many ways that animals help people. And and I look at it like, you know, let let me back up again too. Obviously Mm -hmm. when I started getting involved with this whole (coughs) human animal bond, you know, my initial thought was if if people knew how, how amazing animals were, you know, maybe we would treat them better. And then, Mm course, it didn't take long to realize how many people can we help too, right? Huh? And, and the more I got involved in it and started doing a more research about the different ways that animals help people, I realized there, people are, are challenged. There's a lot of people with physical challenges, emotional challenges, cognitive challenges, and they're, whatever they're doing right now isn't resolving their issues. And not every issue is meant to be resolved per se, but what if we could get a little bit of relief? Right, what if yes. you know, yeah, exactly, <clears throat> what if we could find some wellness where we couldn't before, and you know, I think about it like you know many, many years ago, psychotherapy wasn't a thing, right many, many years ago, um acupuncture wasn't you know accepted you know in in Western culture and western medicine, but they're widely accepted now, insurance covers them, not you know not all insurance covers all of it, but in, in general it's covered. but you, mm-hmm. we, see, we see animals helping people in these therapeutic settings for you know the, the most recent documentary you know short, just a little three minute film that I made um, that I just released is about a dog that accompanies a therapist in her practice so people who are her clients they come in and they're <clears> not <throat> just sitting on a couch talking to her right like traditional therapy mm-hmm. there's a dog in there and it, it's just Beautiful, you know. It's more fun, it, you know. It's one of the families that comes, they they, they call it the Moby appointment. The dog's name is Moby, because you know the the woman Heather, who, who who's practice it is. She's lovely. She's fabulous. But I get it. If you're a kid, and you know, you want to go see the dog, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh. So it's um, it there's just so many applications. I mean, and, and one of them. I mean, I, I could talk for hours. I feel like. <laughs> like, let's pull, you know, everybody sit down, grab a cup of tea. We could, we could talk for hours. Um, mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I was bullied pretty bad. Come home often in tears, not every day, but often in tears. Mm-hmm. And I had a cat who would be waiting for me underneath my bed, and he would come out, when I came home, and I would cry in. Mm-hmm. I'd just get it all out. And he wasn't judging me. He was just there for me. And it was, he made it okay enough for me so that I could actually start all over again the next day and go back to school. And it was, it was a really intense time in my life, as you might imagine. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I, when I started putting all the pieces together, like my cat when I was a kid, adopting the dog and then learning about rescue and then having more dogs along the way and getting more involved in that and then the therapy dog experience in the hospital and then you know it it just sort of like it clicked one day like this is I'm supposed to be doing something in this you know like I've had too many experiences personally like to to not take a closer look at all at all of this.
1: And you were you were listening to your heart, your heart mm-hmm. was telling you, "Look at these experiences that you have had with these animals and share it with others. Oh, that is just beautiful. Well, with that, how exactly do you then support and follow your heart to share this and get it out to others and you go into a little more detail with our listeners on how you do share all of this of what you've experienced and how important animals are in a human relationship?
0: Sure well there's a few different ways Um, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned you know I I was inspired to start making documentary to make a documentary film and Mm -hmm. I I was you know planning it and you know it was going to be a feature film because what I knew like I'm you know that's what I think of a movie that's what a movie is it's a long movie and Mm -hmm. I had two separate conversations with people it was a couple summers ago they don't know each other unrelated conversations and both of them said to me Diane you don't have experience making films. why are you going to you know jump into making a feature film when you don't know what you're doing (laughs) and they were (laughs) loving about it but but blunt and honest. And I said, oh, you're right. And I said, why don't you make short ones to get some practice, build an audience, see if people are interested, see if you even like it. You know, what if I hated it, you know? (laughs) Um, And I thought that was really good advice. So, you know, as we mentioned a few minutes ago, I started making short documentary films. And so far I've filmed five, five, I think five, and um, three of them, I've released three of them so far this year, which was really exciting. You know, I'm, oh, okay. I, I know I'm on radio now, but I'm not a kid. I'm not a kid like fresh out of college who just made their first film. I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a woman, you know, who's, who's, been, <laughs> who's been out in the world for a while. And I decided to try this, you know. And, um, and it's been wonderful because I'm able to tell some of these wonderful stories like the first one that that we released was about therapy dogs and the airports most people have never seen a therapy dog in the airport but they it's getting more popular of course right now during covid it's things are very different but um but in 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 real life as i call it there's therapy dogs i was in los angeles so at lax this program started and now the woman who started that program she's trained 90 other airports um in the u.s and canada how to have a therapy dog program. And it's amazing. You know, you're traveling, you're stressed, maybe you've got a long layover and you're with your kids, and a dog shows up and you can hang out with a dog and chill out. I mean, how cool mm-hmm. is that, right? Mm-hmm. Um the second one that I released was about um uh it's called about an organization in Florida called Canine Command- Commandos where they pair um kids, sixth grade kids to go to the shelter and train the dogs, because the dogs are more adoptable if they're trained. So these kids do this wonderful program, and so it's community building, and, you know, they're helping out their community by, by doing this, and then they go back, and the kids are learning empathy. You know, it's like, wow, the dogs live in the shelter. You know, it's so eye-opening for them. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a beautiful program. We did a short three-minute film on that, and then I mentioned this, the Moby film that I just did. Um, I've got another one, um, you know, kids on college campuses during finals week or some some college campuses have, you know, therapy dogs that come in all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, you're stressed out. You know that there's therapy animals there on the quad that you can go visit. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, petting an animal, you know, it lowers your blood pressure. So you're stressed. You go over there, you get a little dose of petting a dog or a bunny rabbit or whatever kind of animal (laughs) that they have. And you chill out and you can then go back and focus on your studies, right? And it's just it's a little dose of sanity for these kids, you know, while they're in school.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, making mm-hmm.
0: one right now, because um, I'm not filming now, but there's some organizations that are doing virtual visits during COVID, you know, to a senior facility where they would normally have taken, you no know, dogs or other animals to, to visit, you know, senior folks. And, but mm-hmm. they can't do that right now but they're doing virtual visits where they either do like a parade like a drive by, or sometimes um, people will be inside, and then they'll have the dog outside so they can see him through the window. So people are being creative. So I'm, I'm making a film about that. And then the last one that um, I already filmed is about um, equine therapy. There's, an, or there's, there's so many now and they're popping up and I, I hope mm-hmm. they become more popular too. Um, where people benefit there's and there's so many ways, physical benefits, cognitive benefits, emotional benefits from being around a horse or on top of a horse. And um, there's so many applications there. And I did film one organization with one application in the spring and that's something else I'm working on. So these are just the shorts. And then I'm also working on the feature film too. I wasn't planning on it yet, but then an amazing story came to me last year about a girl who um, has an epilepsy diagnosis, and she suffers from terrible seizures. And um, a year and a half ago when I first met the family, um, they were waiting for their service dog, and I filmed them last year. And then she just got her dog uh, two weekends ago, and I was able to be there and film that too. Um, so it's been – and these are, this is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. And I'm excited to be able to share some of these applications, more of these applications – out there in the world so that people say, wow, I had no idea that this was all possible. And to start thinking in terms of themselves or their loved ones, well, maybe we can avail ourselves of this, or maybe I want to be a volunteer for something like this, or, um, you know, or, or, and as I mentioned earlier about the animals, like, wow, animals are just so amazing. What can we do to be more supportive of, of animals in, in general? And, you know, there's so many applications there. Um, so the films are what I'm doing. I have a blog. It's actually about the making of the films. I figured, heck, I've never made, you know, movies before. You know, I'll, I'll just chronicle what it's been like to make the movies. So I'm writing out there every couple of weeks, you know, a new blog post. I have a weekly newsletter, um, and I do a weekly or almost weekly interview series with different people who have different um, involvements with the human-animal bond. And so that's on Tuesday in my Facebook group called The Science and Magic of the Human-Animal Bond.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, I love that. Oh, my goodness, you are sharing so much, Diane, <laughs> and letting people know opportunities where they can get involved with the animals. If, it, if there's a situation where maybe they can't have an animal themselves they can still be in contact with the animals and help them. I love that thought process and, going through and it's that. Even, and it's
0: even, you know, there's even, I just read about it the other day, an organization, and I'm sure if there's one, there's more than one, um, uh-huh. that like, will sort of like rent you a dog for a little bit or come visit you with a dog. Like you can't have a dog oh, for whatever reason. But you right? even more than just a therapy dog visit. Like the, the, you could, they'll spend more of an extended time with you. Um, so that you can, you know, so that people who are in a position where they can't have a dog still get the benefit of it. And I have to go back and and see what that that project was. So it's just amazing.
1: Oh, that is amazing. That is just incredible how many different, like I said, opportunities you are opening up for people to be able to learn the benefits that you can receive from animals. Because us animal Mm -hmm. lovers... It's something that we've we've had in our life. I mean, I've had them in my life my whole time. And I just, I couldn't imagine life without the animals. So, but for people that haven't, it's a whole new experience for them. Oh, how incredible. I just love that. Oh, beautiful. Well, and I love your website, Animal Magic Films. That is just, that is such a fitting name. It is so beautiful. And there is one statement, there's So much information on there But one statement I just absolutely love Is when humans connect with animals We experience joy, love, connection, awe, support, growth And deep healing Because animals innately offer unconditional love And non-judgment Oh my you just summed up so much in one <laughs> statement. I I saw that and I'm like, okay, I'm printing that out and that is going to be hanging in my office because I absolutely oh. love that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think it's so true. It's so true.
1: They love us unconditionally and they do not judge us. Our mistakes and they they're so forgiving. It is just yeah. incredible.
0: <laughs> No, it's, well, it's remarkable. You know, it's remarkable how forgiving and how loving they are, and um, they, you know, they don't ask for a lot. You know, a little bit of love, some comfort. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a roof over their head, a nice little doggy bed, fresh water, fresh, you know, good healthy food, vet visits, mm-hmm. and walks. I mean, these are all really basic. You know, and, and but what you get back from them, my my dog just sat down next to me. They they were done barking, so they came back. And just, <laughs> just happy, He's just happy as the next, very happy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I just love that they barked.
1: They just barked at the right time in this interview, because we were just <laughs> you were
0: talking about them, and there they are. They're like, "Hi, everybody!" Yeah, <laughs> I you know, loved my, it. My son came home, you know, through the back door, and they were like, "Wait, somebody coming through the back door? We got to see who it is." So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was perfect. Perfect timing.
1: <laughs> Well, as busy as you are, everything that you're doing with the books, with the films, with sharing with others, how do you balance everything in your life?
0: Well, I'm still a work in progress. <laughs> um, you know, I'm trying to delegate. I I do have a virtual assistant who's very helpful, and mm-hmm. I'm I've I'm hired I've hired somebody else to help me with some of the social media um, elements, some of the stuff it's, it's really, I, I feel like one of those, um, those old toys where, you know, you're playing like all of those instruments at one time, you know, you know <laughs> like a monkey with like a drum and the symbols and, you know, it's, it's walking and, and it just, I'm like, I feel like that sometimes. So as often as I can get some help on some of my projects, I'm thrilled and delighted. Um, and then, you know, I just know that I can't get it all done today, right? As much as I'd like to be able to say, I got this all done today. It's not possible. And I'm getting better about that. I'm still, I'm really a work in progress on this, but I just try to give myself some grace. Um, I've, you know, and I need to, you know, relax more and I'm learning to do that better because, um, you know, I've, I've got family. I want to have some fun. I can't just be all work. Although my work, I really enjoy my work. I'm really enjoying everything that I'm doing here. But, um, but there has to be some not doing the work too. So I, I try to delegate as much as I can, and just it'll happen when it happens. It'll just happen when it happens, and that's the best I can do. Oh,
1: and that is just beautiful. That is the best way to organize it because, yes, it will. It will just happen as it happens and uh, just relax, kind of uh, enjoy the ride. Trust your journey and enjoy the ride. <laughs> That's all oh. you can do, right? Oh, yes. Oh, that is just so beautiful. I love that. What what a great way to say that. Well, and, Diane, this interview has just sped by. I mean, I have pages I have all kinds of things I was going to talk to you about and ask you about, and, oh, my word, this has just been so fast. It has just been incredible. So I want to ask you, as we start to come to a close on this interview, what are some tips and tools you would like to leave with our listeners for today?
0: Um, I guess in terms of... of what kind of tips and tools? Like how like how they can learn more about this or? Yes, just
1: just some thoughts of some ways that they can become more involved and experience what you have oh. experienced with oh. the animals.
0: Yes. wonderful question. You know, I think, and first of all, anybody who has um, or who has a pet or has ever had a pet knows this experience, you know, what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of you know, getting, starting to start to get more of an idea of all of these different applications, watch my films. They're free. But so far, you know, the ones that I've created and will be creating are only three minutes long. It doesn't, matter. It doesn't take very long. <laughs> um, you know, I invite anybody who's interested to sign up for my newsletter. I do share, you know, um, relevant stories and, and stuff that's going on out there when it comes to me. Um, I you know make sure people know what who my guests are that are coming up on on my um, my interview series and when my next films mm-hmm. are coming out. So you know, I invite people to to check out my stuff where they can learn more and watch the films and you know everything's free. So I'm I'm happy to share it with everybody.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, that is beautiful tips and tools. And we will definitely post all of your social media links, your website to this interview. So our listeners may go and listen to your uh, films and read your blogs. And, yes, I've been on there, and I highly, highly recommend them to go on there and look at your website and listen to them because they are incredible it is just awesome i love it (laughs) well and diane i have to ask if as short as this interview went and as fast as we did this will you please return and keep us updated on everything that's happening because this has just been incredible i've loved every minute of it
0: (laughs) Oh, I would love to. I'd be happy to. So let we'll 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 make a date. So <laughs> Oh
1: Well, we will definitely set a date and we will definitely have Diane back to uh keep our listeners informed on everything that she is doing. And thank you so much again, Diane.
0: Thank you, Joyce. It's been my pleasure. I really appreciate this. Oh, you are so welcome. <laughs> And like Diane said,
1: she will be returning. She will keep us updated on all the films she is doing, her blogs, her rescues, her working with human-animal relationships. It is just incredible. So I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this fabulous interview with our amazing new diva, Diane Rose Solomon. Please share this show with your family and friends. Be sure to check out all the hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. Have a fantastic day! Remember, be kind to all. Give your animals a hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy.
0: Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram.